Hello everybody, Shalom Aleichem. Thank you very much, Rabbi Gadisman, for giving me this chus to give this shir um, and for hosting me. Uh, thank you to the Aguda for having this beautiful, beautiful Torah program among all the other beautiful Torah programs that the Mechazik Torah and learning in Yerushalayim in the whole world and Chazaik Vinis Chazaik to continue in Avodas HaKadosh and continue to be Marbitz Torah all over. So today, the topic we're, ter- we're talking about is Malachas Teichen, and in the space of this short shir, I'm going to try to cover some of the halachas, but basically, what I'm really going to try to do is to give a feel for what the difficulty with this malacha is, and the, what all the Rishayinim are grappling with, which is how to be magdra the malacha, which is tends to be the problem with a lot of malachas, but the question is how to understand what exactly is teichen, what exactly is the malacha. So I want to start with a couple of questions, and then we'll proceed to learn. I'll, I think I'll start with reading off the Shulchan Aruch, we'll just read the language, and then we'll see the sugya and try to build from there a better understanding of what exactly is the malacha. Anyway, the Rav has access to screen sharing, is that correct, Rav Mordechai? So I would like to use his own screen and sharing. He could, or we can put on the kindness you gave us. If you just let us know, um, we can put it on. Whatever okay. is easier for you. Thank you. I okay. think I'll share. Thanks. Okay, very good. So question number one is, what exactly is the malacha of Teichen? That's the first question. Is it just simply mean to cut something into small pieces? See, if you translate the word Teichen into English, and classically we know the malacha of Teichen would be by chitin, by wheat, then that's not really cutting, it's grinding. And grinding is different than cutting. Grinding is you take something and you change it from a solid into a powder. So cutting is a different kind of thing. You take a knife and you just make something from a big piece into a small piece. Does the mulacha include making things from a big piece into a small piece? Or does it mean making something into a powder? Or how exactly should we be magged to this mulacha? And there's also a lot of different variations of grinding or cutting. Uh, For example, if you take a banana and you mash it up, you take an avocado, which is very soft, and you mash it up, it hasn't become into little pieces at all, actually, right? It stayed into one big mush, and it hasn't divided up into tiny little pieces. So is that teichen, or is that not teichen? Is teichen the act of mushing and grinding, or is it creating little pieces, or is it creating a powder? So this is going to be a question we're going to have to try to get to the bottom of. What is teichen? How do we define what the actual malacha is? Then, once we settle on one of these ways, let's assume cutting into little pieces is a malacha, so then what's little pieces? How do we define that? How small is small? What makes something little? Is it a centimeter? Is it an inch? Is it a, a millimeter? And that's going to be very difficult because the Paiskim and even the Rishonim already say it's, we don't really know. So it's going to be hard to figure out what the rule for that is. But that's something we need to under, think about. And also, uh, there are different ways of creating small. There's cubes, so that's very small on all sides. But what if something, you cut it into a strip? Like you take a cucumber, you take a pickle, and you cut it into these thin strips, so they're very long, but they're very thin. Is that teichen? 
they're long, maybe not, or they're very thin, maybe yeah. How do you look at that? Again, it, it's going to depend on how we want to understand what the Mulach HaPteichen is to begin with, and then try to see if we can apply it to those cases. And then the question is, Teichen in the Gemara, we're going to see, uh, is applied to food, and I imagine you saw also it's applied to things that are not food, like when you're creating an oven, when you're creating a barrel, um, and then, so then the question is going to be, what is it limited to, or what does it extend to? Uh, is there an isser grinding up tuna, right? You take tuna, you have tuna, and out of a can, you want to grind it up into little pieces and then mix it. So when you want to mix it with mayonnaise, you're going to get into the lush question, which Amir Tzashem, you'll hear sure about. But they, the, before that, you need to grind it up. Is grinding up tuna a problem? Why would it not be a problem? It doesn't grow from the ground. Earth doesn't grow from the ground either, and that we will see in the Gemara is one of the things that have an isser of teichet. <clears throat> Another um, interesting question, which is also very relevant to the understanding what the Melach of Teichen is, is, is there Hatayr? What are the Hatayrim in Melach of Teichen? Now, some of the Hatayrim, which is doing with the Shinoi, like using the, the, the handle of a, of a fork or a knife, the, we're not going to get to that today. That's a, a whole other Sif and Shulchan Aruch and a different topic. But there is one heter, which is in this sif, which we'll see, which is the heter that the Rajba says you can compare taichein to bayer. And the same way by bayer, there's a heter of miyad. If you do it right before you're about to eat, you're allowed to do bayer. So likewise, there's a heter in taichein, in grinding, that if you do it right before you're about to eat, there's a heter. And that needs to be understood as well. Why was it that he felt you could compare taichein to bayer? And we'll see, it's not simple at all. Many pies can disagree, and we only we're, we kind of make a pshara to to rely on the Raj, but we don't do it. Uh, we don't do real teichen and rely on the Raj, but we only do quasi teichen. We cut it into little bigger pieces. We'll see. There's a whole host of different heterim that the Beis Yosef has to put together to, in order to be able to rely on the Shittas Rajba, and then that also will bring us to try to understand what exactly is Malachas Teichen. Can it be compared to Bayer? Can it not be compared to Bayer? And lastly, one other very interesting discussion, which I don't know if we'll get to in the time we have, is the concept of teichen achar teichen, which is, let's say, for example, you have bread. You're allowed to make bread into crumbs because it was ground already. So ein teichen achar teichen. We know, we know there's a, co- a concept of ein bishel achar bishel. So if you've cooked something, so there's no way to cook it again, right? If you cooked a piece of meat, ein bishel achar bishel, there's no way to cook it again. And you're not over on the Melachas Bishel. You have to deal with Shahia and Chazara and those issues. But you don't have to deal with Bishel. Bishel, it's, if it's cooked, then there's no Isser anymore. Ein Bishel Achar Bishel. Ein Teichen Achar Teichen has the same, seemingly the same Malach. You take a piece of bread, you can grind it up. But let's see, is how far does that go? For example, uh, if you have vegetables that were cut up very small, so they were Nitchan already, does that mean you can now cut them up even smaller? So let's say you had a, a salad cut up before Shabbos, and then you decided, you know, I want it even smaller. Is that al- allowed? Do we say Ein Teichen, Achen Teichen? Another good example, you have sugar, and regular grains of sugar, and then you decide you want to have, um, you, you want to make powdered sugar. The way you make powdered sugar is you take those grains and you pound them until they turn into powder. So do we say that it's already all ground up? And it's all tiny little pieces, so ein teichen, achar teichen. Or do we say that, no, taking it from the granules and making it into powder, 
will also constitute Tehina. So we'll try to get to that. I don't know if we will, but let's first start and try to get a better understanding of what exactly is Malachas Teichin. Is it grinding? Is it cutting? What is it exactly? So first I just want to read the language of the Shulchan Aruch, um, and I'll, I'll, I will share the screen for that. Okay, so this is in Simon Shin Chaf Aleph, Sif Yudbeza. So Rabbi Gadisman was just uh, going through that. So let's just read the Lashon of the Shulchan Aruch. Hamachatech Hayerek Dak Dak Chayv Mishim Teichin. So if you cut up a vegetable, Dak Dak, you, uh, to small little pieces, you're Chayv because of Teichin. So right away, the Mechaber tells us that the Malacha applies to a Yerek, which presumably means any kind of vegetable. As we'll see, you know, vegetables that are eaten raw, vegetables that are not eaten raw. And he says that if you cut it up, dak, dak, you're chai because of teichin. What's dak, dak? Doesn't tell us. We're going to have to try to figure that out, but the mechaber is not going to tell us. The Ramah goes on to say, So he quotes, it's a tesefta, and he quotes this tesefta, and it's interesting to know what exactly is being added, but he says, if you are not allowed to cut up dates or uh, buxer in front of older people in order to make it easier for them to eat it. So presumably it sounds kind of similar to what the Mechaber is saying. He's talking about cutting up Yurakah's vegetables and the Ramah is now extending it to fruit or dried fruit. Okay, so that's another Isser or is a part of the same Isser. Then the Ramah goes on and says, V'davka peris aval Asur I'm sorry, only, it's only fruit and things like that that are Aser. Second, but it's permitted to be mefara, to grind up bread in front of chickens. Because there's no teichen after teichen. So there's where he quotes the halacha of ein teichen after teichen. And then the last thing he quotes is the Shita Sarajbah, and this is only talking about if you cut it up and you're putting it away for later. But if you're cutting it up to eat it immediately, then everything is permitted. Because it's like which is allowed, and that's the Shuvah Sarajbah. So he gave us, now we have four halachas here. We have the, I'm going to stop the screen share. Um... We have the halacha of you're not allowed to cut a yerek dak dak. You can't cut a yerek into small little pieces. We have the halacha that you can't cut up groigris and, and haruvim, uh, fig, dried figs, in front of zikainim, older people. We have a halacha of ein teichen You can take bread that you are allowed to grind up in front of chickens. And the last halacha, which is that teichen has the same status as Beirer, and you can do it miyad, that if you're going to be teichen, to eat it immediately, that's allowed, and the Ramad doesn't really make any distinction, he seems to say, no matter what, we can rely on this Rajba, and if you're doing it for immediate use, it's permitted. So now let's try to understand a little bit of the background halacha here. So we begin with the Gemara and Shabbos, which, um, which you saw earlier, Gemara and Ayin Dalad Amit Beis, and the Gemara says, Amr Papa, Papa says, Haiman de Parim Silka Chayiv Someone who's parim, so parim Rashi translates to mean you, uh, you, you, you grind it up, you make it into small pieces, Rashi says. Parim, his lotion is mechat um, you cut it up into small dakois, small pieces. Silka is a beet. Chayiv mishum teichen, you're chayiv because of teichen. 
Then the Gemara goes on to say, Salas Silsi is Chaim Shem Teichin, and that, according to Rashi, means you made um, a powder or small little pieces of twi- small little twigs out of a larger piece of wood. And Ravashi says that if you cut it to size, it's mechatech, which is a different malacha. But there, so far we have two cases of teichin so far. One, grinding up a, or cutting up into small little pieces of beet. And then we have wood. Later on in the Gemara, the Gemara talks about making a chavius and making what's more actually relevant for us is making a chalsa. So making a chavius is chayv seven chatayis, Rava says, and Rashi says one of them is teichen because you take the dirt and you have to grind up the clumps of dirt into smaller pieces in order to be able to form the clay to make the, the chavis. And in the case of chalsa, you're making a wicker basket. You need to take a reed and divide it into strips in order to make smaller strips to be able to weave your basket. And that Rashi says is teichen as well. So we have four cases of teichen in this Gemara. One is cutting a beet into small little pieces. Another one is chopping up wood and making either sawdust or little pieces. And the next two cases is, is taking earth and making it into little pieces to create a barrel, and then taking reeds, cutting them into thin slices to be able to weave a basket. Now, here comes Tysus, and this is a very mystifying Tysus. Tysus is one very small Tysus. Hi, man, the parim silka, dafke besilka shaykh tchina, only by a beet there is tchina, avosharech shari, but other food is permitted. So you look at this Tysus again. Tysus says, Rav Papa said, Hi, uh, the man, the parim silka, if you, gr- if you cut up a beet, you're chayim shem teichen. Tysus says, only a beet, but other things are mut. You look at Tysus, you say, what's going on here? <laughs> Why? What? Ty- what's, a, what's special about a beet? How could you just leave us hanging like that and tell us that, oh, only a beet is the problem, but everything else is mutter? You don't give us anything to work with to understand why is it that a beat should be usher and other things should be mutter? And what exactly does Shar Eichlin mean? Does that mean every single thing, only a beat? There is going to be Teichin, but nothing else? I mean, we know that's not true. We know there's definitely Tchina on, on wheat and on barley, and we know there's Tchina on um, palpalim, on uh, spices. So you can't just make a blanket like, ex, uh, rule that it's only by silka. So, so how could you not explain that? It's a plea. It's, it is actually, it's a real problem to understand this Tysus. It's very mystifying. And in addition, Tysus doesn't tell us why he's saying what he's saying. He doesn't say, well, I have a kasha from this sugya, so that's why, or because I have this proof, so that's why. No, he just says, only silka. May, I guess it's because of the language of the Gemara. I'm on the param silka. It chose a beat out of all things, so Tysus feels like he has to explain that, yeah, it's only, it's only a beat. But still, uh, you know, then say that or something, but he doesn't give us anything to work with to know what the getter will be or the getter won't be. And in trying to understand Taisvis, the Achreinim then get to, start getting to the root question of what exactly is the Malacha of Taichen and to understand why is it that Taisvis is saying it's only by beat and not by anything else. So we'll begin, there's three mahalchim that I want to try to cover in Taisus, and we'll begin with the first mahalach, which is a lot of achreinim, but amongst them the Michas Chinuch in his Meisach HaShabbos, he has a big arichis where he goes through every single mulacha uh, in, in uh, Parashas Yisrael, and in Teichin, and I think it's like Zbez or his Gimel, he wants to say that maybe what Taisus means is like the Ramach. The Ramach is oh, a Mepharish has a Gaius on the Rambam, and he's coming to say Pshat in a Rambam. Which Rambam is he coming to say Pshat in? I will share the screen again. 
coming to say Pshatim, this Rambam. This is a Rambam, Perik Zion Halacha He. So the Rambam here is actually trying to figure out uh, Toldus and Avis. He's giving you, explaining the Klolem of the Mulachas. He's not actually, in particular, talking about Teichen over here, but he uses Teichen as an example. So he says, Atolda is a Mulacha which is Doimit to the Av from these Avis. Ketzad. If you cut a vegetable a little bit to cook it, then you're chayiv. Because this is a tolda of tzaychen. Because tzaychen takes one guf, one body. And it divides it up into many different pieces. And anybody who does anything similar is a tolda of tzaychen. If you take a piece of metal and then you grind it down to get a sawdust or metal dust to take its uh, metal dust to use, like the goldsmiths do, this is a taldas of Teichen. So what's important to us is, go to the second line here, the Rambam added something here. He said you cut up the Yerek slightly to cook it. Cook it. Whoa, where is that coming from? Why did the Rambam say that Teichen is only if you cook the Yerek, if you, I'm sorry, cut up the Yerek to cook it? That's when you're chayv. So look at the Kesef Mishnah, and he quotes a Ramach. Kesef HaRamach. Havalelefarish, the Rambam should have clarified dafke yerek she'ena nechel chai. When he says, the Rambam says that it's a yerek to cook it, he means a yerek which is not eaten raw. I yerek ha'nechel chai, but a yerek that can be eaten raw, could go in shum, like garlic, okay, you're allowed to cut it like pas, like bread. In order that he shouldn't have a problem with Yom Kippur, that it's mutter to cut up Yerakas Vitzarach Ian. So he says two things here. He says, when the Ramam says that you're only chayiv for cutting up a Yerek in order to cook it, what the Ramam is insinuating, now he's bothered that the Ramam didn't make it very clear, but what the Ramam is insinuating is that it's only a Yerek that needs cooking which means a yerek that can't be eaten raw. That's the kind of yerek that if you cut it up, you're over on teichen, but a yerek that can be eaten raw, like garlic or other or carrots or anything, that you won't be over teichen. And the Ramach actually furnishes us with a proof from the halacha of Knivas yerek, which we'll get to later. So he has a proof, but he wants to explain the Rambam that way. So the, Ra- the Ramach has now made a new rule in Hilchas teichen. What's his rule? His rule is it's only a yerek hanechal uh, it's only a yerek that needs cooking. That's when there's teichen. But a yerek that can be eaten raw, there's no teichen. And then the Minchus Chinuch wants to say, that's what teichen means. Okay? Teichen says, silka is because of silka. It's a gemara and brachis. It's not meant to be eaten raw. It's not the derech to eat it raw. That's what you make a shahakal if you eat a beet raw. It's a derech to cook it. And since it's the derech to cook it, it's not nechal chai. That's why there's teichen. But something which could be eaten raw, there's no teichen. Now, let's try to understand that. Why would that be? So, there is a, um, a ran, a Chedusha ran. And the Chedusha ran over here, in Masech Teshav, it's a little cl- unclear who exactly wrote the Chedusha ran. Is it the Ritva? Is it the ran? But in the, the standard Chedusha ran, he quotes a Ra'ah. And the Ra'ah says like this, Davka silka achar. It's specifically a silka, a beet, which requires more preparation. The Hainu Bishel. 
It needs to be cooked. But not bread. The mutter, he said, those are mutter. Why? The uchlo de ifras. Because it's like an uchlo de ifras. Uchlo de ifras means it's like food that got broken in half. Again, so he explains this approach of the Ramach and ostensibly the pro- approach of Taisvis that it's only a beet that needs to be cooked, but other food that can be eaten right now, if you cut it up, it's just uchla de ifras. It's just uchla de ifras. Now, what does uchla de ifras mean? Let's just try to address that question. Uchla uh, de ifras is a borrowed term. It's a term used by schita, but it's a very relevant term here. It'll help us understand what the problem here is. By schita, might be all familiar, that you're allowed to take a lemon and squeeze it onto fish. Why are you allowed to take a lemon and squeeze it onto fish? Why isn't that schita? So the reason is because uchla de ifras. What does that mean? That means that the liquid inside a lemon, if it's going directly onto fish, then halachically we don't look at it like liquid. We look at it like food. We look at it like a solid. It never gets the status of a liquid. And that being the case, removing the liquid from the lemon is just like cutting the lemon in half. It's not schita. Schita is taking a fruit and creating a liquid out of that fruit. That's schita. That's dash. But taking the fruit and cutting it in half, that's not schita. So taking the liquid, and if the liquid remains an eichel, it doesn't change into a liquid. It goes straight into fish. It retains the status of an eichel. That's ochla de ifras. You just split it. You didn't make something new. So now, thinking back to Teichen, we start to understand what the problem with Teichen is. The problem with Teichen, says the Ra'ah, is that what you're doing is, is cutting the fruit in half. How is that Teichen? In other words, if we go to where Teichen was done, in the Mishkan, I see um, on the chat, the question was asked, how is Teichen done in the Mishkan? So, so presumably, Teichen was in the Mishkan. It seems to be actually a question in the Rishayin, which Malacha was it? In the, that was used in the Mishkan, because Pshutai was used by Samamonim. They needed to have uh, certain um, base elements to, for dye or for whatever other processes they were doing, and they had to grind up. Samamonim, they had to grind up ingredients for, that, for the sake of doing that, right? So they took a, uh, something that can create a blue dye and they ground it up so that they can now cook it and create a dye. So you, you, there... But the classic teichen, let's just stick to what we know, the classic teichen is wheat. So you take wheat. Now when you take a wheat kernel and you grind it up, you're taking something which looks like one thing, a wheat kernel, and you're turning it into something totally different. You're turning it into flour. And that's the way malachas generally work. Malachas generally work that you take something and you do a tikkun to it. You change it in a way that you're metaking it. Right, so an example we just talked about by, by Dash. So you took a fruit and you extracted liquid. You made a liquid where there wasn't previously a liquid. That's a malacha. Chayresh, you took ground and you made that ground royal Israel. You were metakin it. You changed it into something royal Israel. Ambitial, right? Pashad, you cook it and you change the nature of the item through cooking, baking, etc. Bayer is a good example, which you'll hear about, where Taka, the, the, the Paiskim, have a problem. That What did you do exactly? You didn't change anything. What were you metaking? And they have to say that, no, through taking out the bad, you're miyape the good. You, take, you make the good, and you, it, it becomes a lot better. It becomes more edible. It becomes nicer. So they have to find a way that what you're doing is making a significant enough change that we can call it a malacha. But over here, you took 
a vegetable and you cut it into half, you cut it another half, another half, what did you do? You just divided it. How could that be a malach? What's the tikkun? By grinding wheat, we understand you took a kernel and you made it into flour. But otherwise, it's just uchla de ifras. That's what they're asking. It's not better than squeezing out liquid when the liquid itself doesn't have the status of liquid. It's like, that's like it has the status of a fruit, has the status of a food. Then you just cut the fruit in half. How could this be worse? That's the problem. And the answer that the Rishayim are presenting to that problem to understand why silka, right? Silka is the first example that we see in the Gemara, outside of wheat, outside of samimanim, is the first example that we see, no, one second, cutting something can also be taichen. It doesn't require grinding into powder, changing the whole nature of the item. Cutting it is also somehow going to be considered taichen. Why is that? So the answer is, Dr. Ra'ah and Taisus, according to this approach, is because we're talking about something inedible. We're talking about something that can't be eaten the way it is. And it requires preparation. And the tchina, the cutting it up, allows it to get cooked. So now you have changed this item through cutting into something which previously is unedible to now is further along the process of edibility. Same way you took a, a wheat kernel, you ground it, turned it into flour. Now the flour can be made into dough and be baked, whereas the wheat kernel cannot be made into a, a piece of bread. So you took this silka, which is unedible, and if you cook it whole, apparently also you can't, not that good for eating. You cut it up into pieces, you're machshirit, Lebishel, you've made a tikkun. You've made a significant enough tikkun that it should be a biyamalacha. But if you just take something which is edible the way it is and you cut it, even if you cut it into small pieces, you haven't done anything. You haven't changed anything. You haven't been metakin it. How could that be a malacha? That is the root of what Tysus is saying of silk, dafka silk of anashar oichlem, according to this approach. Now, the truth, truth is, um, the rush over here uh, is very much bothered by this problem and it seems to he seems to like totally deny that there is even a malacha of cutting vegetables into small pieces the rush brings down he quotes it as Rashi, it's not clear why he quotes it as Rashi but he initially has a uh, a shot from Rabbeinu Hananel that silka does not mean a beet he's gyris silta and he says it means uh, making sawdust so the rush is has no gemara about cutting beets. He quotes this rach that it just means making sawdust, and that's a mulacha. And then he quotes Rashi that Rashi says it is by a beet, and he says purish tamuahu. It's a uh, it's a something that's food, and you cut it into small pieces. How could it be tachina? And the korban nesanal explains the question in sif katan yud. He says, There's no shear that the Torah says, small, 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 oh, it's too small. So you just cut it into a piece. How could that be a malacha? So the, the rush presumably seems to be deny the whole possibility of cutting vegetables, which is going to be a problem. Like we see cutting Gregorius, we can have a Tesefta, so it's going to be an issue. How to be miyash of this rush. But whether, however we're going to be miyash of him, he definitely is grappling with this problem. This is the problem with Trina. How could just cutting something be a malacha? You're not doing anything. You're not accomplishing anything. You're just making it into smaller pieces. Grinding, that's a malacha. Taking a vegetable which is uncookable, making it cookable through cu- cutting it up. Okay, we can hear how it fits into taichen. But otherwise, how could we call it taichen? So that's, that's the understanding. One mishalat and taichen, which is a very gishmaka approach to taichen. And I want to hold on to this for a second because 
This is also going to help us moving forward in a number of the other questions we're going to be talking about, uh, which is slicing things into small strips we're going to talk about, and we're going to talk about the Heter of Samach Lusuda. It's all going to be part of this question. That's really what it's going to boil down to, is... Is there a problem here with the way we're understanding Teichen and that Teichen can only be grinding, making a real change in what you're working with? And the real change is only a real shina like powder or something that's unedible to to becoming edible. Or is there Teichen even without that? And that's going to be a big part of what all the other questions that are the ramifications of this issue. Okay, so one Mahalach and Teisus is this Ramach who's learning this up in the Rambam, that the Rambam says that you're being chaytuch lebishel. So he learns that it's only a vegetable which can't be eaten raw. That's where there's an Isra but not by vegetables that could be eaten raw. And we saw in the Ra'ah, quoted by the Ran, that otherwise it's uchla de ifras. You're just dividing something up. It's not teichen. Teichen is only when you take something which is unedible and you move it along in the process of becoming more edible. That's one mahal. The next Mahaloch is the Taisarash. The Taisarash says, he adds by Silka a few words which cast, shed some light on what Tais is trying to say. He says, you know why Silka is Chayiv? Shekain Darkovakach. Shekain Darkovakach. Because it's the derech to grind up or chop up a Silka into small little pieces. Nishmas Adam, the Chay Adam's, uh, like his Pirish is where he says uh, all the lambdas behind his psakim, he explains Shita Satisis that way too. It's in Klal Yitzayin of Helcha Shabbos. And he says that their kavana is, is that it's the derech to cut up a silka, and that's why you're chayiv. And you know what he compares this to? He compares this to schita again, but to a different halacha of schita. We're all familiar that in schita, either iser the rice of schita is only by grapes or by olives. Uh, and then in Mitzvah Shem you learn, you know, there's a question nowadays, maybe it extends to other things, but Kapshutai, it's only by grapes and only by olives. Why? Because the other fruit are ein derech schita. It's not the derech to be seichet them. It's not the derech. And once it's not the derech, it's not a malacha. So it's different then. It's not like it's a shinui and you're doing a malacha shloike darka, like doing something with your elbow. That's not, that's not the kind of shinui we're talking about over here. The kind of shinui we're talking about over here is just the, the understanding of what this malacha is about. Certain malachas, when you do a shinoi, it's just not the malacha at all. It's not because you're doing it like a derech, it's not malachas machsheves. That's not what the problem is. The problem is that the malacha was only said in certain oifana, which is the normal way to do this malacha, and it just simply wasn't applied to other things, which is not the derech. So grinding is one of the things as well. There are things that are the derech to grind, and there are other things that are not the derech to grind. It's the derech to grind wheat. It's the derech to grind spices. And it's the derech to grind samamanim. But it's not the derech to grind... Carrots, it is the derech to grind. Silka, a beet is the derech to grind. That's why you're chayiv. Other things, taisus means anything which is not the derech to grind, you're pater. Okay. The Trumas Adeshen also understands taisus this way. Trumas Adeshen and Simon Nunvav. Initially, he then goes to a different shot, which we'll say soon. But he's, he's um, debating whether you're allowed to take meat and grind it up into little pieces so that someone who has difficulty chewing, he's older, he has issues with his teeth, Whatever the problem is, he needs it to be ground up. Can you grind up meat into little pieces to, to be able to feed it to someone who can't eat it otherwise? And initially, he wants to be matir based on this tesis, and that's what he says tesis means. Tesis says it's only if it's a derech to grind it up. Meat is not the derech to grind it up. I don't know about chopped meat, 
that doesn't seem to be an option. So it's not the derech to grind it up, because typically a good piece of meat you don't grind up, so therefore it's allowed. That's the way he understands Tyson. So according to that, so Tyson is saying a whole different yisayid. Tyson is saying a cloud that really is applicable to all malachas. Many malachas have this yisayid. Many malachas have this rule that there are certain things that you can apply to, certain things you can't, certain things are the derech, and certain things are not the derech. And according to that, it doesn't give us that much insight into Malachas Teichin. That doesn't give us a new way of looking at Malachas Teichin. It just gives us a way, at least a, an approach to what Tysus is making a chilek, that it needs to be the derech. How does that address the problem I said before, that how could it be Teichin, what are you accomplishing? It does, because being that is the derech, so then th- it's missing that. So it's, it's, it's not that different than the first Mahalach in that, Things that it's the derech to grind up, even though maybe you could even eat it without grinding it up, right? But once it's the derech to grind it up, so then it's considered missing that. It's considered lacking that stage of his development. And therefore, if you do it, you've accomplished something. That's the second approach. So approach number one, again, is the difference between what can be eaten raw and what can't be eaten raw. The second difference is, is it the derech, is it not the derech? The last mahal is the Mahalach of the, the final Mahalach of the Trumas Hadeshen, which is quoted Lahalacha, that he says that, um, again, the difference is between what's raw and what's not raw, but he says the difference is as follows. He says that anything that can be eaten raw, he says it's not toichein because you can eat it, you can grind it up with your teeth. Whereas something that can't be eaten raw, that's when you have a malacha of taichin. So he approaches the shaila with the same chilik between eating raw and not eating raw, but he gives a different lambdas, a different svara. His svara is not uchla de ifras, that you're just cutting something in half. How could that be a malacha? No. His svara is that why is it different than chewing it? You're just chewing it up. Why can't you cut it up into small pieces? If you can chew it, you can cut it up into small pieces. How could that be asr? And that's a very important understanding, which will help us understand as we go along to the Raj. But what he's basically saying is, is saying that's all part of eating. You can't separate that from eating. Cutting it up into little pieces and then, and then putting it into your mouth is, which is just basically you saved yourself the step of chewing it up with your teeth. That's just the way you eat things. That can't possibly be a malacha. That can't possibly be called the tikkun of this thing. And that's the, that's the issue. So he says, anything that can be eaten raw, if all you need to do is put it in your mouth and chew it up, we can't possibly answer chopping it up earlier because it's the exact same thing. It's, der- it's part of derech achila. And that's a whole different, a whole different lambdas. It's a whole different problem. And it also helps us understand Blachas Teichen. Because what he's saying is, he's saying is that Teichen is, and chopping is Teichen, cutting is Teichen, cutting something in small pieces is Teichen. The only time it's not Teichen is when it's not anything different than you can do with your teeth. If it's exactly what you would be doing with your teeth, then it just falls under derech achila, and it's got to be mutter. If it's not something you can do with your teeth, good. So then we can start talking taichen. Then you, you, you have a malacha here. You're doing something to this. You're making it now uh, edible or whatever it is you're doing, but it's not, it's just, it, it's, it's gotten out of derech achila. So he explains that what Taisus is just trying to accomplish is to get us out of derech achila. If it can be eaten raw, it's in derech achila. If it can't be eaten raw, then... It's not, it's not derech achila, and it could be a malachas teichin. So the three mahalchim we have here are, we have the initial pro- approach, the ramach, which the, the rule is, it's only something which can be, uh, and only something which can't be eaten raw, needs to be cooked, like the Lashon HaRambam, that's what a silka is, and chopping it up 
puts it further on that path of tikkun oichel and makes it more roi, more muhshar, now you can cook it, whereas something which can be eaten raw, you haven't made it any better by chopping it up. It's uchla the ifras, that's the first lamdis. The second lamdis is the lamdis of the chaya adam, of the nishmas adam, and of the... Taisa Sarash is that you need it to be urche bahachi, darke bekach. It's like other fruit when it comes to schita or, or, or other examples of where it needs to be darke bahachi to be a malacha. Therefore, only silka, only a beet is the darke to grind up, not other vegetables. Therefore, it's not a malacha. And obviously, we can see where this is going that. What if the mitzvah changes? What if it becomes the derech to grind up other vegetables, right? So it's going to start becoming a problem, obviously. So that's an afkamina of that sad. And the last sad is the trumas adeshin, where his whole problem is derech achila. He's saying anything that you can eat and you can chew with your mouth is derech achila, and it's not going to be a problem of teichin. Now, in the last shita, in the, the trumas adeshin, let me tell you a very pashtun afkamina that he himself makes. He says, according to his understanding, it depends what you're grinding for. So he's talking about grinding meat, right? So he says, if you're grinding meat for an older person, so he says, an older person is, is you go bus right. Most people can eat meat without grinding up. So if you can eat meat without grinding up, it's derech achila, and it's gonna, it can't be called teichen. It's the same as chewing it with your mouth. But he says, what if you're grinding it up for chickens? You're grinding up they can't eat meat if it's in this whole, a whole piece. It has to be ground up into little pieces. He says, then it will be teichen, because they, well, you're accomplishing something for them that they wouldn't be able to accomplish otherwise. Chickens can't eat meat unless it's ground up. So according to him, it's very much dependent, it's going to be very much dependent on practically, can you chew this up or not? And the person that you're doing it for, as, as long as it's a rive or like in chickens, it's, that's all chickens, the, the, the entity that this is being done for, can that entity eat it this way or not? And if they can't, then it's going to have a din of teichen. So those are the three mahalchem. Again, is it, uh, uh, is it raw? Can it be eaten raw or not? Is it bringing it closer to its tikkun and bishel? Is it urche bihachit? Is it darech? Or is it just, you can chew it yourself, so it's darech achil. That's Those are the three mahalchem. Now, full disclosure, we don't really hold like this, Tysus. Why? There's a Tysus, there's other Rishonim, but Tysus himself contradicts this Tysus. And that's that Gemara of Kniva Siyarek that, uh, that the, the Ramach quoted earlier. So the Gemara, it's a Gemara Kufi Dalam Beis and Shabbos. It talks about chopping up vegetables on Yom Kippur. It was like a big deal to be, have your salad ready by night, your Mati Yom Kippur, you should have something to eat right away. So they were matir to chop up vegetables already on the afternoon of Yom Kippur so that it could be prepared for the night. It's hachana problems, they were mekel. There's a whole sugi over there, when they're mekel, when they're not mekel. But in any case, it says it's allowed. At least there's one opinion there that you can chop up vegetables for the night. And Tysus asks over there, Kufi Dalam and Beis, Dibri says, chopping up vegetables? You're not allowed to chop up vegetables. Hi man, the parim silka. You're not allowed to chop up vegetables. You're chayiv al That's his cash. To which he answers, well, taich over there by the silka, by the beet, Argomara is talking about you making it into small little pieces, and here he's talking about you making it into big pieces. Nice answer. But everybody says, what? wait, 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 wait. You yourself said that it's only silka that has this problem. So if it's only silka that has this problem, easy answer. The Gemara is talking about everything besides silka. What's going on here? It's a contradic- a very open contradiction in Tysis. Tysis by us says it's only silka, not Sharaichlim. Come to Kuvidalam Bays, where he has a Gemara. It says you're allowed to cut up vegetables. He says, one second, well, cutting vegetables. He should just answer, yes, yeah, not a silka. 
Easy answer. He doesn't even say that. He says, no, big, small pieces. So this tesis indicates that this tesis held that it applies to all vegetables, which is what we saw in the Mechaber. So that was the first opinion of the Mechaber that we saw. That the Mechaber says that, no, this Malacha does apply to all vegetables without... Uh, exception, and he doesn't say like the Lashon of Rambam, Levashloi, and there's another Rambam which you might have saw in the preparation, Paris, he makes an exclusion, no exclusions, all Yerakis, Roy Lachila, not Roy Lachila, you cut it up, Yechayiv al Teichen. So they clearly have a whole different explanation of Malachas Teichen, because they have to answer this question, these are all valid questions that you can't chap, chap, just say cutting something in half is not Teichen, what makes this a Malacha? So they're going to have to say, it's going to be very similar to the language of the Rambam that we saw in the beginning over here, Perek Zayin, that the concept of Teichen is taking something big and making it into small pieces. That is significant enough of a change to be a Malacha. You took something which was Guf Echad, and you made it into Harbe Gufim, and you made it into a lot of small pieces. That is the Malacha. But according to them, that's what it has to be. Because does, you have to make a getter for the malacha, otherwise you get stuck. Otherwise you say, well then why isn't cutting a banana in half a malacha? So we have to make a getter. So in the first three shitas, in, in the first shita of Tysus and the three approaches that we had for it, we had a way to start understanding this malacha. It's taking something which is not roi and making it roi. It's urge bahachi. We had a getter for the malacha. We had a way to, to put our hands around it and to say, okay, I get it. And it's not what teichen is and why it's just not cutting something in half. But if you go with that, it is applicable to all vegetables, roi, uh, raw, uh, not raw, edible, not edible, doesn't make a difference. You always are teichen. So what's the rule? The rule is just going to have to be simply taking something big, making it into tiny pieces is teichen. And that's going to have to be the way you understand the and it's going to kind of have to be because that's what, how we look at soilus. You take, um, <coughs> you take uh, wheat and you make it into powder, that's the malacha. You've done the malacha. You made it because you made it in small pieces. That's why it's a malacha. Not because you're misakin it. Not because you changed it. Not because you've made a significant. Uh, you took something that's darker because none of those reasons. No, simply because you took a big thing and made it into a lot of small pieces. Okay. <coughs> now, let's see now how this plays out when we start dealing with the various nafkaminas. One case. I, one of the shiles I started with. You took, a, you take a pickle, and you cut it into thin, thin slices. Okay, you cut it into thin slices. Is that teichen or is that not teichen? So we have a problem here. You took it, and on one hand you made it very small, but it's very long, so we don't know where that falls under. You took one big thing and you made it into many small pieces, but are these small? Right. So we don't know how to look at that. Now, if you look at the Gemara. We have a case that seems to represent this. What is that case? The case of Kanim. When you were trying to weave a wicker basket. So Rashi says, there's Teichen. How is there Teichen? You took a long reed and you separated it into strips, which are then weavable. So that sounds like exactly this. They're very thin, very long, but very thin. And it sounds like it's Teichen. And that's what Rabbi Yashiv holds. Rabbi Yashiv is quoted in Orchus Shabbos. Rabbi Yashiv held that that was Teichen and he proved it from the din of Kanim. Now, Rav Moshe, in Igris Moshe, he has this long tshuva, Ayin Dalad, which I'm sure you go, in Chelek Dalad, Semen Ayin Dalad, I'm sure you can hear it quoted often. He goes through many, many different malachas. I think it was Rav Shimon Eider that sat down with him. Uh, and one of them, he's asked this question. And he says, no, it can't be that it's a malach. It can't be. He says, Ein Seif, then there's no way to put your hands around this malacha. There's no way to understand it. There's no shear. And he says, you can't compare it 
to chalsa, to making a reed into a basket, because he says in the basket reeds, that is the teichen. There is no other teichen in a basket reed. All right, now let's think about his svara for a second. He's saying that is the only teichen. Making it into thinner strips is the teichen of basket reeds. Okay, so, so he's giving us a way to use this mahalach, the, the way we hold Allah Lamaisa, and to give it some kind of a pshat as well. No, it's not just a rule that you take something and you make it into smaller pieces. Uh, you're automatically chayvas teichen. That's not exactly what it is. No. The malacha is, if you take something and you convert it into its teichen state, Everything has a toichein state. Everything has a state of being ground up, of being chopped up into little pieces. And if you took something and revert, took, changed it from its whole state to its toichein state, you've been over on this malacha. Zakhtar Maisha. Typically, making something into strips has not yet reverted it into its toichein state. You take a, chi- a pickle, you, ch- you grind it up, you food process it until you make pickle sauce or pickle, you know, uh, relish. That's toichen, because that's the toichen state of a pickle. Slices is not. But in a reed, that's the toichen state of a reed, making it into thin strips. If we were to approach it with Tysus's, uh on Dalad's way of thinking, it would also be easy to be mechalic and say, the reeds as they are, cannot be woven into a basket. They're too thick and too hard and too stiff. You need to divide it into thin strips in order to be able to do that. So by doing it, you've been metaking them. You've been machshu them to do what they couldn't do otherwise. So if you go with Tysus's way of thinking, our Tysus's way of thinking, Dafai and Tysus's way of thinking, it's very easy to understand why there is a malach of Taichin specifically by Kanem, even though it's long, stripped. We don't care because you've taken something and through dividing it into pieces, you've made it mukhshar. You've made it possible to, to, to use, utilize it for its next step, which is weaving it into a basket. Ramesha, who is going with our mahalach, which is not really just making something into smaller pieces, so he gives us a way to, put, to start understanding the malach, and that is you have to look at every item and understand what's its whole state, what's its ground state, and, and anything in the middle will not be taichen. And that's why he holds strips are not taichen. But Rabbi Yashiv disagrees, and Rabbi Yashiv holds it as a raya from this Gemara. So that's one interesting way that you see that the lambdas is going to play out into halacha lamaisa. Another um, interesting way is going to be with the shita sarajba. Now the rajba, as we said, the rajba holds that you can apply the heter of samachla achila to taichen. Now there's the same way by boyer. One of the heterim of boyer you need also to miyad. It has to be without a kli. It has to be eichel mitepsilos. Okay, there's the rules of boyer, but one of them is miyad, which means that if you're doing it for the immediate purpose of using it, of eating it, you can do bayrer for achila miyad. And why? Because then it becomes derech achila. It's not looked at as bayrer, as a mulacha. It's just looked at as a way of eating. So he says, teichen is the same thing. If you're cutting something up to eat it right away, there's no teichen. It's a heter of miyad. You can have that heter of miyad. What if you use a kli? Mishabura talks about that. Then possibly a chayavachat. But again, you're doing what they say. You're doing it with your hands. Maybe a knife is the same thing as your hand. And you cut it up just for the sake of eating it Right away, zuck the raj, but you don't have this problem because you can compare it to bar. Now, the, the, you can compare it to bar. The Beis Yosef has a very unwilling to be saimach on this. Mishabura also is very unwilling to be saimach on it. And then the Beis Yosef says, well, we can start putting together a terum. We have Tysus that says that it's only by silka, so that's one hetter. And then we have this other shita, it's also another hetter, and a third shita is another hetter, and you have the raj, and the Beis Yosef says, 
In addition to all that, you shouldn't make it tiny, tiny pieces. Make them gedolim tzas, which again, we don't know exactly what that is, but make them gedolim tzas bigger than the, I guess, the typical small size. Let's use our, the, the typical teichen state. Make it a little bigger than that, and then you can rely on the rajba. He's very unwilling to rely on this rajba. Mishabur, same thing. He says, Paiskim Rechaylik, they don't agree with the rajba. He's very unwilling to rely on it. Why are Paiskim disagreeing with this rajba? Why are they disagreeing? Now, the Rajvah is very similar to that Shumas Hadashan. The Rajvah's lumdus is, is that we can't call something Teichen if that's what you do with your mouth. Where you're doing the same thing with your mouth, how could that be Teichen? Right? That's the problem the Rajvah has. And he says, doing it right before you're about to eat is Hainuach. It's in your mouth, it's out of your mouth. And he proves from Bayer. It's not that he's saying it's the same as Bayer. He's saying you just see that there's such a concept by Bayer. You see that by Bayer also we say that if it's right before you're about to eat, it's just Derachachila. You're not doing anything different. And he's, it's like a Kalvachimer over here, where essentially you're doing it with your mouth. So right before is Hainuhach, and he doesn't see how you can make that into a Malacha. So to help us understand a little bit further how this Rajba goes, take the Chazanish. The Chazanish is a significant problem. Simon and Zion. And it's really right there in the Ramah that we read in the beginning. The Ramah in the beginning said that you're not allowed to cut up uh, Gregorus and Charuvim, they. Uh, figs and dried figs and um, boxer in front of old people. And then he brings the Rajvah that says you could do it. The, the, the Chazanish says these two things, they don't, seem to, they don't seem to work. They don't seem to, they seem to contradict each other because the language of this Tesefta, which he's quoting, which is you're not allowed to cut up Harris Lufnei Zikainim sounds like you're about to serve it to them. Right? It sounds like you're cutting it up to serve it to Zikainim and it says it's Aser. What's going on over here? The Ramah line later says that the Rajva is mutter to do a miyan, and then right before that he quotes the Tesef, and he says, even if you're going to tell me, making a kimta that Tesef is talking about, Lachazman, he says, you can't do that. <laughs> the Ramah can't quote it that way without explaining that, and the Tesef shouldn't have said it that way. It's very misleading. Lifnei Zikainim sounds like you're serving it to them. So he has that very shver. So he comes up with a Chiddush. The Chazanish says, His Lashon is, let me see, get his Lashon over here. L'chein nira, he says. Only when you're cutting it into little pieces. Chituch is really Again, he's going back to that same problem older Yishenim are grappling with. There isn't really such a difference between little pieces and big pieces. It's not such a significant difference. You haven't changed it enough. And that's what Rajba says, if you're about to eat it, we just look at it like you're chewing it. We can't, we can't really see enough of a tikkun that you've changed this thing. The Rajba, even though he holds like us, and he holds like you have, you have teichin even by all vegetables. He, he goes like that. But he still has Tysus' problem, and so he extends it to this. He says, you got to make sense out of this. So if you're about to eat it, we can't call that teichin. But he says, risuk, the Chaznish says. That's ketisha, kemaisa, tchina, mamish. He says, when you take a fig and you're it, you grind it up, he says it becomes something different. It changes its whole form. It turns into like this fig jam. You've changed it. In other words, what he's saying is, according to the Rajba, if you were to take a chita, you take a, a wheat kernel and grind it into flour, the Rajba wouldn't be matter that. Even miyad. The Rajba said, that's also, you've changed the thing. That's for sure, Teichen. And likewise, he's saying, taking Gregorus, and when you finish with them, they become this Gregorus jam. 
It's not just little pieces. It becomes a whole mush. It becomes something very different. So the Rashba won't be matter there. And that also just brings us back that even the Rishonim that we are going with, like the Rashba, also we're grappling with this, and it makes a big enough that when indeed you did make a big change, the Rajma is not going to be matter. That's the, that's the Chazanish's opinion. And that's how he makes these two halachas shtim. That's groigris, that's why it's asr. And whereas, what do you call it, is going to be mutter, whereas cutting things into little pieces just before you're about to eat it will be mutter. Now, Ramesha disagrees with this Chazanish as well. Uh, and he disagrees, he doesn't hold as pshat, we can't go into it right now, but he disagrees with this Chazanish as well, so not everybody holds like the Chazanish. But it's just, it just demonstrates to us how this malacha needs to be defined. And if without definition, it keeps on cropping up, how far can you go with this? How much sense does this malacha mean? So let, let me just um, summarize. We weren't able to get to all the shots we started with. I didn't think we'd be able to. But let's uh, summarize what we've learned so far and then... And if we continue learning, you can see how this goes into the, uh, those other shayos. You can learn uh, Archa Shabbos is wonderful. Archa Shabbos, it's in uh, Perik Hamishi, Chelek Al Perik Hamishi. He goes through each one of these shayos. He demonstrates the Makar, so you can understand how it works into this Lamdus. But let's, again, we started off, we wanted to understand what's Malachas Tchina. We had the Gemara that talked about Param Silka, that talked about grinding, uh, cutting up a beet into little pieces, and we had Tyson that said it's only a beet. And we were trying to figure out why only a beet? What's special about a beet? To which we had three approaches. We had the Ramach's approach that the only time you have Malachas Teichain is when it's something which is unedible. It can't be eaten raw. And you need to grind, to cut it up, grind it up to be able to bring it to the next step, to be able to cook it, to be able to make it into dough, to be able to, be able to bake it. That's what Teichain is. It's a Tikkun in the Eichel. Otherwise, by something which could be in raw, you're not going to have teichen. We had the second mahalach and teichen, that it's only if it's a chayu b'hachi. You can only call it teichen if it's something which is a derech. If it's the derech to grind it up, it's like grapes, it's the derech to squeeze them, it's the derech to grind it up, it's like a, a wheat kernel, it's the derech to grind it up. It's missing the grinding. That's why it's teichen. And the last mahalach we had was the mahalach of the Trumas Hadeshen, that the problem Tysus has is that if you can eat it raw, he doesn't see how it's different than eating it with your mouth. How could cutting it up be different than eating it with your mouth? That's why it can't be a malacha. Whereas, if it's unedible, then he understands that's how it's a malacha. And those are the three mahalchim in Tysus. And we said, we don't hold like any of these because we hold, like Tysus and Kufi Dalam and Beis, that really all vegetables have taichin. And clearly, if so, the mahalach is that any time you take something big and revert it into small pieces is taichin. But then, we were trying to see that... You, you still have to give a Hagdara, and that's when we came to this question in Ramesha about chopping something into small, little, long, but small strips, like um, uh, a, a pickle into, into slivers, into, sli- into long slices. Rabbi Yashva said it's a, it's a comparison to the din of Kanim, where you're dividing a, a, a reed to be able to weave it into a wicker basket, and Ramesha said, no, no, no. That's because that is the only taichin that you could have by reeds, whereas this has a taichin state of pickle relish, relish. You could make it into much smaller so that helped us understand that at least a getter in this malach is, is that everything has a ground up state and the malach is, is transferring it from its whole state to the ground up state but everything in the middle won't be considered taichin, that's just considered cutting it in half and then we discussed the rajba. The Rajvah's shita is that you can learn up from Bayer the same way there's a halacha of miyad by Bayer that if it's about to be eaten, it's derech achila and it's mutter. Likewise, you have that by teichen as well. And therefore, he allowed you to do teichen right away, samach l'suda. But we saw that the paiskim are very 
uneasy. They're not happy to be semich on that unless you cut it into bigger pieces, not the smallest, you know, allowed pieces, but rather bigger pieces. But we saw the Chaznish helped us understand what the Rajvah's issue is when he said the Rajvah's real problem is that he doesn't really see a big difference between cutting something big or small, and therefore, if it's right about you're right about to eat it, it's kind of like the Truma Sedeshin, then we just look at it like chewing. But he said if you took something, and even though you're about to eat it, but you changed it, and like you took a, a wheat kernel, he made it into flour, you took uh, his case of Gregor's and Samuk, uh, and Cheruvim, and you made it into a mush, you changed its whole nature, then even the Rajvah will agree it's Asr, because that is Teichen, and that is the Malacha. Thank you very much. Thank you again, Rabbi Gaddisman, for inviting me on. Thank you, Aguda, for hosting this. And uh, have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Okay, the only uh, problem we had today was that we needed two hours. <laughs> uh, Michal, um, we thank you very much for giving us this brilliant.